Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is another special episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. We're going to break down some headlines, some of the biggest things happening in Bachelor Nation, some huge show announcements that Bachelor Nation is a part of. This is going to be great. Yes, we have Becca Kufrin here to share all of her opinions. The first headline is this. It shocked me. It shocked me so much, Becca, that I texted anybody I knew that liked this show, anybody I knew at the Almost Famous podcast behind the scenes, and I said, what? The headline is this, Bachelor Nation's Brandon Jones and Serene Russell break up. This is according to E. Uh, they shared a joint statement online, Becca, um, talking about how they, they've attempted to work through uh, their differences privately. Uh, they're asking for respect. There's no hate between the two of them. Uh, but they all are calling off their engagement. Now, if you remember, when they're on the show, it felt like such a sure thing that Jesse Palmer even uh, asked if they, he, you know, if they wanted to get married right there and they just wanted their family uh, around mm-hmm. is the only reason they said no to it. So here's what I've heard, because I, I was very curious and I was shocked, more shocked than anything, because I thought they were just such a great couple, was that this isn't necessarily a huge surprise to those close to them. There had been some some issues here kind of building up and that this was something expected by uh, their close friends. What are your thoughts on it? You've been around Brandon, right? Um, you know, it's sad. This this is a sad one for me. I mean, it's always sad going. Th- I mean, it's always sad going through a breakup in general. And mm-hmm. I mean, and for you and I who have gone through very public breakups from the show, I feel for them. I mean, it's not something I would want anyone to have to really experience. I mean, yes, it's like part of your life and your journey and I hate saying journey but but I I do feel for them um yeah I've spent time with both of them I mean they've they they were living in San Diego close to us and we would see them at some different events um and just get togethers and they seemed like any couple but you know we all hear rumbling so I don't know if it re- was really a, sh- I don't want to say it wasn't really a shock to me mm-hmm. because nothing really shocks me in this world. I mean, yeah, it's just like the show is so quick and on and off and things change within a day. I think you just have to take everything that comes from this with a grain of salt. But yeah, I just feel bad for what they have to go through right now. I mean, just with the amount of people probably in their DMs and commenting and press outlets reaching out to them like when all they probably want is quiet and want to break that's that's I think the hard part knowing just like what they're up against right now yeah I uh I was shocked because I've never been around uh the two of them together and I was just uh, a massive fan of them uh in paradise and the other sad part about this is we didn't get to see a lot of them in paradise because they seem so perfect that they don't ever mm-hmm. get showed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of like the the good couple that, you know, is going to work out. And so they never get any drama associated with them. So we never see them on TV. Yeah. But that's a sad one. But they have announced uh, they're they're splitting. Well, next headline is Bachelor Nation alum Leslie Murphy, uh, somebody who I think the world of as well, is pregnant, expecting second child. 
with husband Alex. Uh, the baby bump boat, uh, photo has been posted. They are having their second baby, uh, and they are both very excited about it. Uh, Becca, what do you know? I I also, just like you think the world of Leslie, I'm so happy for them. Really, anyone who is going through this phase and, and a growing family, it's so exciting. I will say I did love when they announced it on Instagram, the throwback that they did when they – when they first announced their first child a couple of years ago, I feel like they've come full circle and they kind of recreated that moment with their now, I think she's what, two or three with their daughter. Mm -hmm. I thought that was so precious. And I really liked what she wrote where, um, and I, I don't even, I won't even quote it, but in her caption, she said something like, you know, we're so grateful to be experiencing this, but I also recognize mm -hmm. the hardships and the different journeys for other women who maybe, you know, can't experience this or who are having difficulties with their own pregnancies and uh, even getting pregnant in general. I thought that was a really nice sentiment to throw in there. And again, just shows like how great of a woman she is. And so, yeah, yeah I thought that was really beautifully written. And I'm, I'm so excited for them. Well, uh, the stud from Bachelor Nation um Girls dream about him, but only one gets him. Thomas Jacobs said, yay, congrats to you and your beautiful growing family. That's the caption that was highlighted in the headline. Oh. <laughs> Just what a sweet guy. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Kayla Miller-Key celebrates bachelorette party in bridal shower in Las Vegas. Uh, There's another headline down here that she did just recently receive her fourth ring from the wedding. So the wedding plans are continuing. Kayla looks super happy. The two of them are planning their wedding in Aspen, Colorado uh, in just a few months. It will be this year. Uh, But everything's moving forward and she is celebrating with friends and family. Uh, okay, here's one that I want your opinion on. Former Bachelor Nick Vile said he was self-conscious about the 18-year age gap between him and his fiance Natalie. Okay, that's pretty much what the headline speaks to, right? The headline <laughs> mm-hmm. speaks to the article. Uh, 18-year age gap. Becca, thoughts? Uh, how would you process that if you fell in love with somebody 18 years older than you? Um should he be self-conscious? I mean, I cannot fault anyone for what they feel. And I'm sure if I was in his position, I would also have initial questions starting a relationship. Um, of course, I think that's natural. I also, you know, age to me is just a number. Mm-hmm. And so I, I grew up in a family. My mom and dad were 12 years apart. That's a very big age gap. And but that's what I was used to. And I don't think love knows a number. Mm. And so I understand the hesitancy. And I think he had mentioned like he wanted to card her, see her ID when they first started dating, which I'm sure I would do the same just as a joke. Um, But look, they've been together now for what, two, three plus years. And it's clearly working They're They're engaged. They're planning a wedding. And so. I think the initial hesitancy, I'm sure, I, I totally understand that. But now I'm sure they're like, it doesn't mean anything to us. 18 years, whatever. Like, this is our life now. I love you for you and not how old or how young you are. Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's interesting because Jess and I have a little age gap. 
uh, seven years. And it, at first, uh, it was like a little bit of like a, hmm, that's interesting, right? We have a seven-year age gap. Uh, she's like in her early 20s. I'm turning 30. Uh, that is just different. And so you think about it. It never like was a deal breaker or never something that I was like, oh, I'm not going to date this person because they're so much younger. That was never a thought. In fact, I was like, yes, she's going to look good. A lot longer than I do. Ben, she's going to look good regardless, no matter yeah, what. No, I know, I got lucky. <laughs> but the weirdest part is now, uh, as we're married and we're talking more, like, it's the television shows and the references and, like, the music uh, mm-hmm. and just, like, commercials that, like, I'll, like, quote that she has no clue of. Like, mm-hmm. literally oblivious to because of just that seven years. So that would be the only thing with 18 years. There's a lot that happens in 18 years. yeah. That you wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't be able to talk about. I used to joke with my mom thinking about, even her and my dad's age gap. Like, my dad was 18 when my mom was, I think, in third grade. And I used to make fun of that. But I'm like, oh, the older you get, the more mature you are. And especially, I think, with women, we mature a lot faster than men, usually. And so I feel like it kind of balances it out. But I can definitely see your point where you're referencing things that you grew up with, bands, Mm -hmm. foods, toys, anything where if somebody didn't necessarily know that, you're like, oh, gosh, I'm aging myself a lot here, aren't I? So I I totally get that. Like, I remember, this is not no joke. Uh, I remember when televisions had, like, the turn knob because Mm -hmm. there's, like, 20 channels. Like, like, the nice television had, like, turn knobs. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Like, Jessica, it's like, flat screens are like where she was at. Like mm-hmm. it, it it just advanced so fast. Mm-hmm. So some of that stuff does make me feel uh, old, but it uh, love, like you said, knows no numbers. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met Zach Clark, Becca? Not in person. We had him on the podcast. I mean, just following Tasha's season. So we, oh, I've only chatted with him for an hour, but he seems like a lovely man. Yeah. Well, he uh, obviously does a ton of work in recovery, recovery and, rehabilitation and he hosts his first annual uh release recovery gala uh there are some bachelor nation stars uh there with him at this event um he posted some pictures he he does some incredible work uh and i think from a distance because i don't know zach well uh he's been on the show but that's about it i uh i've just always really respected kind of how he's enhanced um his passions through the platform that was given to him. And it seems like this gala uh, was a huge success. They raised over $500,000 to support scholarships for individuals who cannot afford substance abuse, mental health treatment. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. It's incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. And I think it's a great testament for somebody who's on the show. You know, people I think see contestants on the show and they think, Oh, they're only there for clout or, for followers and to get insta famous, you name it. And I think he is somebody who has done such a phenomenal job while he was on his season, but also throughout that to still be able to, as you said, back up his passions and to really draw awareness to those. So, I mean, kudos to him. He, I've heard nothing but great things about him and the fact that he is working so hard on these charities and something he's talked about since we saw him on Tasha's season. It just, I, I think it's incredible. 
Yeah, I do. Um, what a, uh, an amazing effort. And, and I hope everybody here listening uh, goes out and checks out his organization, maybe just sends him a social media message and says, hey, great work. Keep it up. Keep mm-hmm. doing you. Keep doing great things because uh, encouragement is always helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. And almost famous listeners are good at that. Well, a uh, big announcement just came through. Breaking headlines, Becca. It's not on your rundown, so you'd have no clue what it is. Okay. But USA Network adds all new dating show, The Big D. Uh, it is explained as an untitled social experiment from Studio Lambert. Uh, it's slated alongside Temptation Island and uh, season two of Barmageddon. Uh, the Big D premieres June 14th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And here's why I'm speaking about it. If you remember right, uh, the Big D might sound familiar to so many because it's hosted by Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers. Um, So the whole concept, this is so interesting to me, is uh, recent divorcees search for romance in paradise with one catch. Their exes are also along for the journey. Oh, no. I mean, can we talk about something that just feels like a mess is going to happen? Oh, my gosh. That sounds so messy that I have to watch this. Right? I mean, there's there's so many shows coming out that if you would have told me the concept of them 10 years ago, I'd be like, there's nobody who would ever agree to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, who in their right mind, right? Um, there's shows about, like, moms uh dating like younger men but like the son of the mom is also on the beach watching you know his mom date other men along like this stuff is all crazy like it's only set up to one be really entertaining and two be absolutely ridiculously crazy oh you could not pay me enough to be a contestant on that show no can you imagine like being on a beach with your mom as she's dating like people your age and you're watching them like canoodle. Um, Listen, if that was my mom and she wanted to do that, I would say, hell yeah, mom, let's go for it. I will help you. I'll be your wing woman. But, but, oh my gosh, no. I mean, for this, like, I can't imagine having to go through a divorce, I'm sure is gut wrenching and probably one of the hardest things anyone would have to do in their life. But like then to have to, try to move on and meet somebody while your ex is right there. No, thank you. Uh, uh-uh. no, but I'm sure honestly, I could see a lot of the relationships rekindling with their initial yeah. person that they were once married to. Yeah. That could actually be the case too. Right. Like you're, there, there's a comfort, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a care. So I, I could actually see that also. I, I have to admit it. I'll be watching it. Um, oh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's uh, it's something I'd tune into. Well, Your face no, is no. cringing as you're saying that too. No, no. <laughs> I just feel like I'm one of those people that watches television and have to I have to watch through my like hands. Like I can't watch it; it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Like television and I have a very emotional relationship. We we uh, it get, it, I get very uncomfortable watching awkwardness on TV, <laughs> um, but I like doing it. You can't stop. I can't stop, which is probably why this will be a massive success. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to have you record Instagram live when you're watching some of these seasons, some of these episodes. Maybe that's what I'll start breaking down here also on the Almost Famous Podcast is the big B. (laughs) Please do. Just so many unspeakable things. Uh, Another headline is House of Villains. 
uh, premieres the fall of 2023, hosted by Joel McHale, this outrageously sinister competition, Elimination Series, brings 10 of reality television's most iconic and infamous villains under one roof, where they must outsmart, outmanipulate, and outscheme each other through a series of challenges in order to win a cash prize and the title of America's ultimate supervillain. House of Villains is produced by Irwin Entertainment and John Irwin, Dave Kuba, Eli Frankel, and Matt Odger serving as executive producers. Okay. That's the show. Mm-hmm. I have a couple thoughts. Probably not going to be popular and people are going to be upset with me. Here's Give my thought. To me. Uh, I will, uh, I'll be interested in the show and I want to hear from you who you think from our, you know, television show, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, uh, who you think would be really great on the show. Ooh. I, feel, I feel like, though, here's my first thought when I read this. It's going to give people even more incentive to be a villain on these shows so they stand out. And I don't like that because I yeah. don't want anybody to come off of at least the show that we were on and be villainized like that. It happens because some people are just mean or some people are just manipulative or some people are just jerks and they get kicked off because they are those things. And at that point, like I hope they have a wake up call and they start to change course and they start to see some reality in themselves. But there's another side of this where people get villainized unfairly. We have all known somebody that's had that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it stinks. Like it's not fun. And so I don't want people to feel like they need to be a villain to make TV because I just don't feel like it's a healthy, um, healthy lifestyle. I would guess I would say. Yeah, and I guess too. There's always, like you said, there's the villains that like say terrible things to other people on the show and or say terrible things when they're in an interview. And then there's also the ones that are kind of manipulated, or it's more of like not the person's actions or words themselves, but other people just chirping in of like why they maybe don't like someone. I think that this will give people an incentive to just be even more dramatic over the top, like very Mm -hmm. much out there. But again, I think it's just going to weed out people who, if you're going just bachelor in general, people who are there quote unquote for the right reasons versus who would be there to gain this next level or this next platform or go on a different show. Um, Okay. So for your first part, you asked who from the bachelor franchise would, could I see going on the show? I mean, Oh God. I mean, the first person that pops into my mind would be Corinne from. She's exactly what popped into my mind. Was she on your season? No. Oh, she's on Nick's. And and I only say that because honestly, I don't even think she's a villain. I'm going to yeah. say that right now. She's just funny. She says it like it is. So I think she just makes great TV. So I think she would be very entertaining on this spinoff. So I could see her. Yeah, just first one that pops to mind. I mean, if we're talking like actual villain, villain, somebody who has said things and done things, I would say uh, Chad from JoJo season mm-hmm. because like we've <laughs> seen and heard a lot about him but but Corinne would just be entertaining I think she'd be so fun to watch she would be like a little sassy a little spicy Mm -hmm. funny so I I mean I would cast her if I was a producer 
Yeah, I, when I think of this, Kring was the first one to pop in my mind. Again, not because I think she is the ultimate villain or that she's a great villain, but I think she has the like the villain title because she is controversial. Mm-hmm. She is she does say whatever she's feeling, uh, and tip and she's uh, not pushy, but she's very direct in how she pursues. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think that really like drew people off that were also on her season. And she's all, but, but here's the thing. If I'm, when I'm watching the show, I want to watch people I want to watch. And she's somebody I love watching on television because yes. she's outrageous. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. She, again, she would be there for the entertainment. Like she mm-hmm. wouldn't be, I mean, I can't see her like actually being malicious, but just hilarious. Yeah. That would be the first one that comes to my mind. Listeners, if you're listening to this right now, please message us on who you would love to see from the Bachelor franchise uh, on this show. Uh, who you want to see um, kind of be the villain that represents the Bachelor uh, in Bachelorette. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, uh, two more headlines, Becca, then we'll get you out of here, uh, back to your busy world. Uh, this one's fun for me. I always love to ask this question when people come on uh, to uh, the show, when uh, when they've been, you know, removed from the show during their season, you know, who catches your eye from other seasons? Like, if you went to Paradise, uh, who would you be interested in? And Clayton Eckert uh, reveals who from Zach's season caught his eye i don't know if we'll see clayton in paradise or not that would be cool right work mm-hmm. for you maybe it could work for him uh on clickbait clayton admitted and and we had this person on the almost famous podcast and i will say she's a catch i think like she should go to paradise and she would be sought after and uh, have a blast and she seems like a really sweet uh human but uh he said that jess uh, caught his eye from Zach's season. Um, I could see it. She's the one who kind of removed herself a few weeks early, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yeah, yeah, she did. With the body glitter. With the body glitter. That's yes. what Ashley brought up to her. Yes. Um, she's beautiful. She was sweet. She was kind. Uh, she was curious about Ashley and I on the podcast. Like, you mm-hmm. can really get a sense that this – um, when somebody's like being interviewed, just how they are probably in person. Mm-hmm. I could see this one. Okay. Well, I mean, I've, I don't know her. I've never chatted with her. I can only go off of what I've seen and heard. I mean, okay. If we're talking about anyone from Zach's season, I feel like most of those women are incredible and so yeah, supportive of the other women. I think this year, with women on the beach will be just phenomenal. Like though any man that walks down will be lucky to be there, but I could, I could actually see too, because from what I've seen, she seems very sweet. Clayton is such a kind man and really truly is so supportive and wants the best for others. So, I mean, I could see it. I would support that. I would support it too. You're right. Uh, the beach, we say it every season. It just seems like every season tops the season previous. But the beach this year is going to be full of incredible women mm-hmm. um, who, yes, like you said, have kind of shown already that on um, a bigger stage in a more uh, tense environment, they support each other so well. 
mm-hmm. that I think paradise could be a lot of fun. Um, these dudes are lucky. They better feel lucky. They better mm-hmm. know they're lucky. They better be very appreciative if they get invited to the beach this year. And they better yes. be good dudes. I hope that yes. like I don't know. They find they find the top uh, from both sides. Right. Right. I'm I'm excited to tune into the season. Will be happening soon. Also, what's happening soon is uh, we're no longer going to be in the off season, listeners. Uh, we have a, a little bit of time left, and we've enjoyed this off season. We always enjoy the off season. We get to bring on incredible co-hosts and incredible guests like Becca. Talk about life, catch up on life, do a little in depth dive with them, uh, and uh, and just kind of reset before a new season airs. And the new season of The Bachelorette is premiering back Monday, June twenty sixth. Uh, and it's at a new time. I want to hear what you think of this. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern time on ABC still. Okay. Here's my thought. Super excited. One, like you said, this, I think this is going to be a great season. I hope it's a great season. They need a great season. 9 p.m. So if they're going to ask me to watch three hours of The Bachelorette, Every Monday, sometimes on a Tuesday. Who knows? They might even throw in another Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. I'm going to be exhausted. I was exhausted mm-hmm. last season. I'm going to be exhausted. So are they sh- like cutting down the the length of an episode, do you think? Because at 9 p.m., if you're in school, which a lot of their demographic is, that means you're not going to bed till like 11 o'clock, which seems late for me. Listen, mom is in bed at 830 these days. There's no way I can stay up. And to watch that. I will support charity and I will see if I can get <clears throat> cuts early or watch it the next day. That That's crazy to me. I can't imagine the, them cutting the episode shorter because, I mean, each season, you know, has an allotted amount of weeks, right? So it's usually, yeah. what, 11 or 12 weeks. And you have to show enough to make a season. And so th- I can't imagine them cutting it to only an hour each week because then you're not seeing anything. And so... I mean, I you I think they're gonna keep the same amount of time, but I'm they are gonna lose a lot of people that late. I agree. It feels it feels like a strategic move. I don't know if it's just strategic to get more viewers, less viewers, or to just move it to a new time slot. Um, but as we mentioned early on, this is kind of a new era in the Bachelor franchise. And I'm excited and uh, very intrigued at what it will look like and how it will feel. But there will be changes and we have to expect those changes. This is the first this is the biggest change this next season uh, in the Bachelor franchise. Uh, I would say I, I would argue this since episode one, season one. I mean, yes, losing Chris Harrison was a massive change for the show, uh, a big switch. But losing producers and uh, founders uh, and overseers who has been who have been there since the beginning, who have mm-hmm. the ultimate say uh, since the beginning, I think will change a lot. And so yeah. a lot of curiosity leading into June 26th. Yeah, I have no idea what to expect in any regard, which I kind of love. Yeah, right. We're all on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Well, Becca, it's great to have you. Thank you again uh, for sitting down and hanging out with us. Uh, Ashley is doing that special project that I can't speak about yet. Uh, But she will be back. Uh, She will come back. But until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Becca. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Thanks, everyone.
Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.